Hey guys, welcome back to Healthy Chick. So on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about anxiety during coronavirus. And this is something that has been really prevalent in a lot of our lives. I think coronavirus has really changed the way we do a lot of things and a lot of the things that are available to us. But um, so yeah, for someone with anxiety, I think coronavirus was like the worst nightmare they could have ever imagined. Um, I know, I still remember when I first was like, oh shoot, like I remember seeing memes on Twitter about the coronavirus, like back in December or something, or like January, and I was like, I don't know what that is, but it seemed like it wasn't a big deal, I guess, and I still remember like in March when I was on spring break, and it was on a Wednesday when they were like, okay, like, you know, you get two more weeks of spring break, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I guess, like, the coronavirus is a big deal, and so it, like, it wasn't a pandemic then, it was more like, okay, this is going on, and so at that point, I was like, oh my, like, a lot of people were like, yay, like, another extra week of school, and, like, I was upset, I was like, I mean, another week of not going to school, and I was upset, I was like, I was scared, I was like, why are we not going to school? Like, what's going on? Like, are we ever going back to school? It was crazy. And so I think a lot of people with anxiety can relate. I love being in control. And the situation that I think I was put in made me feel like I was not in control at all. And that upset me a lot. I um, I was really, I was panicking. It was horrible. Like, I was upset because I was like, I don't want to starve to death and I don't want to get sick. And everyone at the grocery store was taking everything before anyone could ever get to it. So um, I remember my boyfriend was like, oh, like no one's going to get the vegan food. But I mean, it's funny, but like I was scared. And like it was at the point where I would go to the grocery store and they were out of everything. So I was like, oh, my gosh, whatever. And so. Um, so that was really scary for me. And I think that was when I first was like, my anxiety went the worst it has ever been. And, um, and I was upset because it seemed like everyone else my age didn't care. Like people were like posted, like posting like pictures, like, oh, COVIDcation, like this and that, like they were like making fun of it. And I was like, what? Like, I was like, this isn't cool. Um, and I was like so mad. I remember I was like, oh my gosh, like a lot of my friends were like still going out and doing this and that. And I live in the South, so the South did a really bad job at like handling it and like a, a worse, but a worse job than like the North did and stuff and like all other places. But, um, so my state didn't close till like way later and like when we closed we like closed I think it was for like a week or like maybe like 10 days and like we when the state opened it was like things were still horrible and I was like and everyone was like okay back to real like regular life and I was like you know the pandemic is still around and like eight months later like I'm still quarantined and it seems like I'm the only person that's like still trying which I I know that seems for a lot of people who are still trying like 
but you're not the only person like there's people out there who are struggling and who are wanting to be safe and for me i think something i struggled with was like none of my friends or none of my like people that i knew that were my age like cared and i think some of them cared at first and then they were like okay whatever i'm bored like i'm just gonna keep doing what i want to do and like this and that and I struggled a lot because my friends would be like, oh, you're healthy, like you're young, nothing's gonna happen. But I was like, I don't, I think my biggest fear like would be like getting it and accidentally like spreading it. And so I was like, it's not about me. Like it's about the community. And I was upset because I was like, people were like, oh, it's fine. Like we're just gonna do whatever because we're young and we're healthy. But I was like, what about all those other people who have died from this? Like, it just wasn't, like, it just seemed really, like, disrespectful. And I was really, like, I was on the verge of being so upset. Like, I was, like, so upset at all my friends. And, like, I was just upset at everything. I came to the point where I was upset at myself because I was like, why am I still caring? Like, why does this matter? But then I realized, like, I was like, it does matter. Like, it's normal to be upset it's normal to care because you know there's so many people who like maybe like this has affected my mental health really really um bad like it's affected me really badly but there's so many other people who are less blessed and are really struggling with like people like relatives are passing away or like they're losing their jobs or like they're losing homes and stuff so it's like just because it isn't affecting us like directly doesn't mean we don't care and so I then I realized I was like you know what like I'm doing the right thing like it was really hard and it was so hard for so many months because it was like I would get upset to even get on my snapchat and like see people posting like this wasn't around I was like oh my goodness like and it was upsetting because it was like everyone else like was like throwing house parties or going out to clubs and like just doing like what they wanted to and I was like at my house like at the time I was like like all these weeks quarantined and like nobody else cared so if you struggled with that like you're not alone um and I think at first it would upset me a lot more and now I'm just like you know what it doesn't really affect me like that anymore because I know I'm like doing the right thing and trying to do the right thing and so and then there were those people who I knew that were like this doesn't even exist and at that point I was like how do I even like how like I don't even know so that was all super hard and it got to the point where I was so burnt out and it and I just watching the news really affected me I hated it like my mom loves the news and it was so hard for me to watch the news and see the numbers go up or like see the number of people who were affected go up or see the number of deaths go up and that was so so hard and like the headlines were not getting any better like it was like the worst headlines you could imagine on the news and I was like okay this isn't cool like I was like being really really affected by it and so I stopped watching the news not because I didn't care about what's happening what was happening or because I was like oh this doesn't matter I knew it was happening and I knew it was real and it it mattered to me a lot but a lot was just thinking like that was hurting me more than like I couldn't do anything other than what I was already doing which was like socially distancing wear my mask like 
trying my best. So watching the news was only hurting me a lot. So I stopped watching the news and it got to the point where like on Twitter and like everything I could, I filtered out so I wouldn't see the word coronavirus because if I did, it was just so terrible. Like I would see something and I was like, no, like this is the end. Like it was so, so bad for me. And so that was just kind of one thing that really helped me was just kind of like knowing that this was still around and that this was important and that I was going to do my best to stay safe and help my community stay safe. But I was going to have to stop like watching like every number and like thinking and just I think that's something that really helped me um, was just kind of being like, okay, look, you know what? I'm going to be smart, but I'm not going to, you know, go crazy over this because that was really hard. But um, yeah, I mean, I think another episode of like anxiety, I think was, I mean, I know was like right after um, it kind of started, like, I don't know if I've said this to anybody really, but I remember my, I didn't, I wasn't working anymore because I worked on campus and my campus was closed. So I didn't have to work, but my boyfriend was still working because at the time he worked at a restaurant. And so I didn't see my boyfriend for like two months. And that was the hardest thing ever because it was like, I wasn't seeing anyone, but like my family. And so it was just like hard because I was like, I mean, my boyfriend still had to go to work and I was like, you know what? We're in the middle of a pandemic. If people are still going to the restaurants, like, I was like, they probably don't care. And like, you know, my boyfriend was like, yeah, like not everyone wears a mask when they come. And I was like, okay, they definitely don't care. And so I was like, I don't want to see him. Like, I don't want to expose myself. Like, that was like (laughs) probably the worst part. But um, it was just like, I was like, they probably have it if they don't care, like, the people going into the restaurant, like, they don't care about it, like, they don't want to be safe, they're, like, whatever, and so I didn't see my boyfriend for, like, two months, but then the, that was during, like, the first wave, and so then, like, numbers kind of went down a lot, and things got better, and I was more, like, okay, like, you know what, like, I'm gonna see my boyfriend now, and things were going, like, things were looking bright, and so I thought, like, life as we knew it was going to come back and then it was like the second like things were going good and then like the second wave just kind of like comes and then it's like everyone like it was like before I didn't really know anyone who had it like during the first wave it was more like just like one or two people and then during the second wave it was like all these people that I knew were like oh I might have it or I have it or this and that and at that point I was like oh my goodness this is so close like and so at that point I was like freaking out even more and so it kind of came back like worse than it was in the first wave and I remember during the whole month of like June I was like on bed rest like I couldn't get up from my bed because I thought I was going to like die like I thought as soon as I got up my bed, I was going to faint and just have like a heart attack. And it was because I felt so sick and I felt so dizzy. Like anytime I left my bed, I literally couldn't breathe. Like I would have to keep yawning. And it's like, I th- if you have anxiety, I think that happens to a lot of people. 
you like yawn because you want to catch your breath, but you can't. I don't know. Like even if you yawn after yawn and yawn, it like you can never catch it. And so I felt like as soon as I got up my bed, I couldn't breathe. And so sometimes it my mom was working, so I'd have to get up to like go and make food. And when I'd get up, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't breathe. Like I couldn't hold myself up. And I would have to like, I remember like cooking in the kitchen with like my back like scrunched down because I couldn't keep myself up because I couldn't breathe. And um, so that was like the worst like feeling ever. And that lasted for like a whole month. Like every day I remember I was like, oh my gosh, like today's like my last day because I was so sick and I felt terrible. I felt really sick, like I couldn't breathe. I was always super dizzy. Um, I wanted to throw up all the time. And like, I just, and I had this horrible, like pain on my left arm. And that was like the craziest part of it all. And I think one of my biggest advice for anyone who struggles with anxiety or any other, any literally anything else, is never use the Google doctor. Never Google your symptoms. Don't Google your symptoms. Don't like, don't ask Google what you have because Google will like, when you search something up, Google will bring up like anything. Like, so, like I would search up, why does my left arm hurt? And it would say something like, oh, you are about to have a heart attack. So I was waiting on my heart attack for a month. And it was like, I was like, I can't do this. Like, and it was the worst because it was like, I was like, I just want it to end. Like, I just didn't want to feel that anymore. And so then it was like, and I was like, I would tell my family, I was like, I'm going to have a heart attack. I just don't know when. And they, and it was just like, you know, because my pain would end. And I remember I had a summer class And I felt so upset because, like, all my peers looked so healthy and they looked so, like, fine. And I was like, and I'm here probably going to have a heart attack in the middle of the Zoom meeting. And, like, it was the worst. Like, I can't even explain how terrible that whole month was. And so then after that event, I did go to the hospital and I was like, hey, like, I have this horrible pain and I was like and it's only getting worse like it was at the point where I couldn't even move my arm so at this point I couldn't get up from my bed I couldn't move my arm and I was just kind of like I couldn't do anything and so I and so they checked it and I was mad because he was like I don't see anything but if you keep feeling this come back and I think the appointment lasted like 10 minutes And I was like, no, like, there's no way that I came here and you're telling me you didn't see anything but to come back. So that was I was really upset. And then it it turned out I was actually going to go on vacation at the end of June. And leading up to it, I was so, so scared. I was like, I've literally I was like and I was so scared because I was like, I want to be able to be alive to go on that vacation and every day it seemed like I was only getting weaker and I was only getting sicker 
and I was like oh, like all those thoughts in my head were just jumbled and I was like and I still remember the night before we left to we were going to New Orleans and then we're going to the beach and so I remember the night before New Orleans I didn't want to sleep because I was so excited that like it fine like I was still like alive and that I was like about to go on this trip that I didn't want to sleep because I had the worst sleeping anxiety I would think that like I was going to accidentally choke myself with like anything like I if I slept with like my my pajamas all the way buttoned up like I thought I was going to choke myself with the button or like I thought that like if I didn't control my breathing then I wasn't going to be able to breathe at night so I just didn't want to sleep ever and I didn't want to sleep unless someone was watching me so sometimes I would just have to sleep during the day and have someone watch me so that at night I could stay up and not have to worry about it because I couldn't sleep at night because nobody was going to be able to see me and make sure I was still breathing and so like I also had like the weirdest anxiety that like I just was going to like I don't know it was just like I thought if I wasn't in control then I would like during my sleep then I was just going to like die and so I remember I didn't want to sleep that night before we went to New Orleans but we were leaving at like four in the morning so I was like I can do it I can stay up it'll be okay and so I did and so eventually I actually ended up falling asleep at like five in the afternoon so my mom could watch me sleep and I woke up at like 10 so that she could go to sleep and so I was like okay I was so excited and I was pumped I was like oh my gosh like I'm finally going on vacation like I had been quarantined for months and so I was like this is so exciting like I was excited and so um and so I remember when we were driving towards New Orleans I was like I got the worst travel anxiety and so then I was like oh I should have stayed home I was like I shouldn't have came and so this and that and everything all these thoughts were spiraling through and I was like I'm so far because New Orleans is like seven or eight hours away from my hometown so I was like I'm gonna have a panic attack and then I was like I'm gonna have a panic attack and I'm gonna be so far from home and I was like who's gonna help me and I was like who's gonna take me to the hospital and on the way there I was researching all these different hospitals that were going to be close to where we were at because I was like I'm gonna have a heart attack when we get there and then I was like I need to know that there's a hospital near us and so then I was like all these thoughts were like going everywhere and so I remember I started feeling this like horrible pain on both of my arms and it seemed like I had been in a car crash like my whole body was aching and I couldn't move it and I was just I was hurting really bad like my muscles were aching and I was like why can I just not feel healthy again and so that was crazy and um eventually I actually started feeling oh and I remember that night too we had troubles with the Airbnb and like it caught on fire and at that point I was like okay I don't know why I came I was just like I'm so far from home and things aren't going how I thought they were going to go and I was really really anxious and so 
the Airbnb caught on fire, and so we ended up being able to stay、um, at a hotel.、Um, our friend actually helped us book a hotel and stuff, and、um, so we stayed at the hotel. And I remember driving towards the hotel, and I couldn't breathe once again. <laughs> and so I was like,、uh, and I was so nervous, but I wanted to be. Happy because I was on vacation, and so I wanted to be thankful because my friend had just booked this hotel for my boyfriend and I, and I wanted to be happy because I didn't want him to be like, "Why are you not like happy or what's wrong?" And I wanted him to know that I was thankful, but I couldn't stop thinking on how I couldn't breathe, and so we got to the hotel and so and then. We got, put our stuff up, and at this point, it was already pretty late. I'm pretty sure it was like ten. No, it was probably like nine at night. So then we went down to the bar that was at the hotel, and I remember my boyfriend grabbing a drink, and I was drinking water, and so I was drinking my water, and I, he was so happy, and I was so happy because I was like, I'm going to die tonight, and so then I was like, but I'm happy that he's happy, and so. And so I was happy that I was like, okay, he's happy. And so for me, that was just like that's all I wanted. I wanted people to be happy, and I think I was really anxious because I was so scared that I was like, I was constantly feeling this way, and I was constantly thinking of how sad it, my family or my boyfriend or anyone who cared for me was going to be whenever I. Like something bad happened, and I just was always terrified. I mean, I was terrified for myself, but I was also terrified for those around me. So I think、um, after that, things did get better. My anxiety kind of stopped being as terrible.、Um, I was kind of like, okay, you know what? Like I've thought this many times before. Like every day, I was waking up and feeling like it was my last day. And I realized, like, I was so thankful, and I'm so thankful now. But I realized that I had felt this before, and it wasn't just because I thought it wasn't didn't mean that it was real. It was just the thought in my head that kept coming up, and it was it got to the point where, and I would wake up in the mornings, and I wouldn't even think that I was alive. Like I would wake up. And I'd be like, "There's no way." Like, I wouldn't even feel like I was the person in that body, and I felt like I was outside of my body, like, like so confused as to like what is happening, and that was really bad and really really hard for me. And it was like an everyday thing. Like I was, it was every single day. And that was very mentally draining for me, and it was very emotional, and just so so hard. And so, something that I want to let everyone know is that it's being anxious isn't just feeling nervous; it's feeling so many other things. And I think a lot of times people don't talk about the other stuff that causes that that are caused by anxiety and. 
for that reason is it that a lot of people don't think they have anxiety even though they suffer from it they think it's more like i feel like there's this like stigma behind anxiety where people are like oh like you should have a mental health like you know normal people don't have mental health or this and that when that's not true mental health actually affects like one in five people and now it's probably like one in four people in the world so it's like it's something that affects a lot more people than you actually think and you could look totally normal and be suffering from a mental illness and so you don't have to look a specific way you don't like it just doesn't work like that and I also think a lot of the hard part of having a mental illness is really just like listening to other people kind of downplay mental illness like I hear people be like oh I'm so OCD but in reality they're not OCD it's more just like they're perfectionist and they are like I'm gonna say this is OCD but there's actually people who are suffering from these mental illnesses that for them it's really like the end of the world like they feel like they have to be perfect because it's if not it's really like it attacks them and so that is something I think anxiety has definitely triggered the OCD in me like and it's not that I've ever been like a perfectionist or that I like things being super neat and colorful and cute that's not what it is it's not cute it's I if I leave something somewhere and it's not there when I come back even if it just moved a little I get really anxious I get really nervous I'm like why is it not where I left it and I get mad and I get upset it's OCD isn't being cute or being just I don't know like I don't know what when it came to the point where people thought downplaying these mental illnesses were like a thing like I know people sometimes like it's okay to have everyday anxieties like oh you know you have a test coming up yeah I'm a little anxious yeah you know it's gonna be a hard test yeah it's okay to be anxious but that doesn't mean you have an anxiety disorder or like just like little things that you know like it's okay to feel nervous when something crazy is going on yeah but it's like people who suffer from an anxiety disorder feel nervous about things that you probably wouldn't even think about I can't even pump gas because it gives you the worst anxiety it's like I'll be driving and I feel like I forgot how to drive. I'll be in the middle of the road driving and I get really anxious because I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't remember how to drive. And it's like, it's things that you don't expect. And I guess for someone who doesn't have a mental illness, you wouldn't even think about those things. So I think those are some of the hard parts of having a mental illness is definitely like people having that stigma around it and also people who are like oh this is cute or whatever I don't really know but um yeah so I think uh those those are some of the most impactful things that happened to me throughout COVID and I think and I think just knowing that other people were feeling that way and like I said don't ever feel like you're the only one who cares because there's people caring out there just because your friends don't care or people you see on social media don't care doesn't mean you're the only one and I think that made me feel better and you know I guess just stand up for what you for what you feel don't feel like your feelings are valid are invalid don't feel like oh I care I'm embarrassed because I care or this and that like if you care let people know that you care and really lead by example because 
that is what we should all be doing and everyone's lives matter and there's a lot of people who have died from this and it's it matters and it matters to their families and it should matter to all of us even if it didn't affect us that way so if you guys want to share your story about your mental health during COVID-19 or any other episodes that have happened to you recently feel free to message me or let me know contact me and I would love to hear and like I said that was something that helped me at the beginning was knowing and hearing about other people's experiences and being like oh shoot I feel the same thing like I'm not dying I'm just suffering from an illness that so many other people are going through so yeah just let me know and I would love to hear and yeah I hope you guys enjoyed this episode it was very um how should I say it it was very hard for me to kind of talk about that because I don't really talk about this type of stuff with a lot of people because it's kind of like I don't know I just kind of keep it really close to me but um yeah I really hope you guys enjoyed it and were able to relate to it and feel better about your experience or about your feelings and I'm really excited to hear what you guys think and thank you guys for coming and see you guys at Healthy Chick next week.